Welcome to the Neurodiverse Toolbox with Sheila Kieschlin and Paige Kieschlin. Morning, Paige. Good morning, Mom. How are you? I'm okay. How are you? I am doing well. So, uh, what are we talking about today? NLP and ADHD. Okay. Okay. And so, what is NLP? NLP is neuro linguistic programming. Mm-hmm. Um, when I originally looked it up, it said, for like a definition, because I didn't know what it was, um, is a pseudoscientific approach to communication, personal development, and psychotherapy. Okay. Um, That's one definition. definition. I would would say that NLP is a discipline of learning how people regulate their thinking, sensing, and language and behavior to create the results and outcomes that they want. And that is like a coaching model. Yes. Um, it was first, it first appeared in a book in 1995 by Richard Bandler and John Grinder. Uh, the book is called The Structure of Magic. Yep. I I think it's like I dot NLP or there's like this thing that is either a one, an I, or an L. Okay. I don't know which one it is because it was in, you know, how when you type out a book. Yes. It's in That's the slanted font. Uh-huh. So it's it was kind of it was kind of weird. That's why basically yeah. the book was about connection the the connection between neurological processes language and behavioral patterns can be changed mm-hmm. to help someone achieve their life goals yes basically mm-hmm. um then i also read that it was an interpersonal and communication skills model. Um, I have also read that there is no scientific evidence supporting it, and so there are there are people in the health, you know, in the scientific community who praise it and think that it's you know great. Right. And well, I think there's not medical. I would think that there's people in like alternative wellness communities that praise it and praise not it. And then, the medical science and, does yes. not. And yeah, are skeptical. I think and, there's like, a lot of anecdotal stories though that say that it, right? So there's not a, and I don't know if there's been a scientific study done on it specifically. I tried finding them. I typed yeah. it in, into Google and not much came up. Right. So, so even still, like there's nothing like even today, like even now. And this book was made in the seventies. Written. Yes. Written in the seventies. Yeah. Um, according to the um, Bandler and 
grinder or grinder, mm-hmm. whatever. Grinder. Um, I think it's grinder. Grinder. Okay. NLP can treat phobias, depression, allergies, uh, learning disabilities, common cold. Interesting. Uh, lots of different things. And often in one quote unquote session, I guess is what you can call it. I don't but know. But their sessions mean. are quite long. Yeah. Yeah. Not like a yes. therapy session that's like an hour long, but yeah, no. <laughs> longer than that. Oh, and apparently this model can also, they also claim that NLP can quote unquote model the skills of exceptional people allowing anyone to like get them so i I guess in a way you too can be like einstein because he was an exceptional person indeed he was Um, and before i was going to say that as like mocking because i thought this was ridiculous but but maybe you could maybe you could be like einstein maybe you could Never say Maybe. never. So I, I, think, I think that um, a big part of it is really about like, like if you learn more about it, it usually says that what it's programming, right? That the B in the NLP, what it's programming is your unconscious mind. Because your unconscious mind actually rules 95% of everything that we do. And our conscious mind only. Yes. 95%? Yes. It's a lot. Really? It is a lot. Right? And so if your unconscious belief is like, I'm a giant loser, or I always (laughs) mess up, and that's your identity, then like, of course, a lot of things are going to seem not possible to you right yeah and so that's what it says is programming i think there are pieces of it that are probably pretty valid there are definitely pieces of it that i use as coaching tools right there are Mm -hmm. there are questions that come from it that um can be really helpful questions right like um like you know uh what don't i know that I might need to know today, right? And so you're just kind of always like looking to learn or looking to have a growth mindset. That's a good thing, right? Um, That really sort of like defines whether or not you have like a flexible mind or a really inflexible mind, right? Are you really stuck in what you believe or are you willing to consider other beliefs or other things or other possibilities, which I think can be really helpful. Right. I think a lot of my clients come and very stuck. That's usually why they find me. Right. And they and they usually actually use that word. I feel stuck. Yeah. Right. Or or overwhelmed. I feel stuck. Mm-hmm. I feel overwhelmed. Right. So I think so I think a couple of things about NLP. I think some of the practices and some of the tools, when done in coaching in a in a practical manner to help move somebody forward can be useful. And then I think there are people who do it in a really kind of cringy woo woo magic kind of way that 
make it seem like a pseudoscience, like in the way they practice it, I would use the word pseudoscience for the way they're practicing it. Right. Um, And that's not what I'm really looking to explore here. I'm just like here, Mm -hmm. I'm really looking at the, like, how could we use the, like some of the key points of it to help so many move forward. Right. So like, yes, they really believe like, you know, having growth mindset is key to having a positive life, right? Or seeking to understand what you don't already understand instead of like automatically dismissing a belief that you don't have, but like being open to exploring other beliefs or other opinions or other things, right? Can only help you grow. It could certainly help you like solidify your own beliefs too though, right? Like, so I think that's important. Um, I think that, um, you know, some of the questions that I use in coaching that come from it, like um, we were talking about them earlier. Um, what was the question you didn't like? Um, how can you peacefully coexist with uncertainty? Mm-hmm. Is that the question you just liked the most that I um, A little, yeah. Right. So like. Some uncertainty is fine, but like if you're lying, if you're like on your back in the middle of the ocean, I'm sorry, the ocean is 95% unexplored. There is something to be scared of down there. But not in the part that's, but, but, but not in the. That's scary. Not in the part you're in when you're at the beach. And most of the scary things are really, really far down. Really, 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 really far down. You know how far down the ocean goes? It goes really far. So I don't need to worry about what's way down there because it's not up where I am. It can come up from where you are, though. And you don't know how giant those things are or how creepy they could be. Some well, underwater, then, some deep underwater creatures are actually kind of creepy looking. Then, you know, they never they see the day of light. Then... then I don't know. When it comes, then then I guess I just we'll see what I wanted to be. You're you're making an assumption that it's coming up to like eat you. It could be. Maybe it's just coming up to say hello. It might be too. Right, but your it immediate assumption was it's coming to harm me or eat me, and so right, so right. That's I think unknown. people. I think that's sort of the point is that NLP challenges people's assumptions as well. Because people make assumptions all the time and those assumptions mm-hmm. keep people stuck where they are when they don't want to be stuck where they are, right? They say they want to be, they say they want to move on. Mm-hmm. They say they want to get a new job or get out about a relationship or I don't know, whatever it is they say they want to do. But there's a part of us that like chooses the uncomfortable situation that we know because we know it. Right. Instead of uncertainty. Right. Yes. And I think I think if we were really coexisting with uncertainty or we're just comfortable being uncomfortable, that lots of good opportunities could come along. Mm-hmm. Right. I agree. They could be. You don't know. Could be. You right? don't know. 
So I definitely use some of these questions. I always ask my clients what question, what, what is it that they're assuming? I'll ask a question, they'll give an answer, and I'll say, what assumption are you making? And they're always 100% of the time. They're like, oh, I'm, I'm making this assumption. So how do you know that, right? I think we just need to check our assumptions, right? As, as part of it, right? And so this model gives you an opportunity to do that because I don't think we naturally question our own assumptions and we should, right? Yes. So what else? did you learn other things? I learned that there's a different type of NLP too, because when I typed in ADHD and NLP, mm-hmm. especially with the studies, mm-hmm. there's also an AI, like computer science, NLP. It's like natural language processing. It's like an oh. AI thing, like used for like to teach computers like human language or something. Which is huh. kind of creepy. I don't think we should be doing that. AI That's creeps a me out. Topic for a different day. <laughs> but You're making an assumption there, though. <laughs> I don't like AI. <laughs> I know you don't. Robots are going to come and rule the world one day. You wait and see. Also, an assumption that I'll you're be making dead by then, but potentially. Anyway, um, there was. This thing that I did come across, I want to call these strategy, like NLP practices that you can use for your ADHD to make. Sure. I don't know. I don't know. The The website was honestly, when I was reading it, it was kind of offensive, to be honest. It was, seemed kind of patronizing. So a not little. a good writer. Not, No. I mean, I don't know. I didn't I didn't get good vibes from it, but anywho. So the first one was they talked about a whole whole I don't know how to say this word. Holistic. Holistic. Yes. Holistic. Yes. Approach. Whole person. Whole yes. person. So it's better to do these alongside tragi- quote unquote traditional ADHD like known treatments that are known to help ADHD. hundred <laughs> percent. Don't just do this by itself. <laughs> no, I mean, you want to do it with study, something else. <clears throat> every study on ADHD treatments always says that combinations of ADHD treatments work better anyway. Which makes me think that some things just aren't good on their own. The only like, thing- I should be like, like if you can't afford it, some people can't afford medication and therapy. Those things are expensive. No, and I wouldn't say those aren't the two things that are paired that work the best. It's it's I mean, actually no, but... medication and coaching. But no. Well, some people can't afford that either. Coaches are expensive. But I have a lot of clients and, and medication is no longer the go-to treatment. But I would say like prioritizing self-care, sleep, sleep, eating, exercising are imperative for ADHD. And if those things aren't in place, nothing else you do matters. Mm-hmm. Right? Like you, you have to work on those three first, right? Since some of these might help you get a better night's sleep because sleep is so important. Just 
for everybody. Sleep is just, I think we just, we undervalue sleep. People have no idea how important sleep is, right? So like every time your brain, when your brain is thinking and firing and your neurons and creating like pathways in your brain, those are all great. And we do that all the time, every day. And that's how we can do things without really thinking about it. Like drive or make breakfast or brush your teeth or whatever, right? Those things are super important. And then when we're like really thinking and creating new ones, all that firing in our brain, those actually create uh, like neuron waste toxins, neuron toxins in your brain. And so the reason we actually need to sleep is so that our brain can basically clean itself, right? Yeah. It needs to get rid of all those, those toxins. And that's what it's doing when you're sleeping is that it's, it's putting information you learned into like the back of your brain, into your memory, into storage, which is important, but it's also yes. cleaning itself, right? So like wash your dirty brain and take a nap or get a good night's sleep, right? Because that's what your brain needs it to do, right? So so what are the practices that it gave you? I, I did a whole okay. spiel. So it gave me um, to build, to help, helps build coping strategies, mm -hmm. specifically with what they call chunking, like yes. chunking out, like, like we've talked about it before, like chunking out how to do something. Mm -hmm. like a, a bigger thing yep into smaller things yeah we got um, it enhances self-esteem yes because um, you're looking at, i mean it really is a big like a lot of the nlp tools help you change your point of view or reframe how you think about things so yes if you're thinking it's possible for me to do anything instead of I'm a giant loser. That's going to be good. Um, helps with goal setting and motivation. Yep. And in and it keep going. Um, um, improves communication and social skills. Sorry, she got a little distracted there by something. No, She's like, did you not hear that? My smoke no, detector is going off. Now I can. I don't know what to do. Do you I leave? Whole apartment building? Well, we need to wrap up soon anyway, because I have to go. Okay, well. We should probably wake up Ian. Probably. It's an abrupt end to our podcast for today. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I would say, like, if you're interested in it, like, explore it, uh, right? Like, yeah. some parts of it. Some parts of it are a little cringy. Some parts of it are, I think, really mm -hmm. useful. Reframing how you think about yourself could be super useful. Awesome. That's weird that I can't hear it. Is it still going off? Mm -mm. Oh, it's done? It's done now. I don't oh, know weird. if it's going to come back on, though. Somebody might have accidentally set theirs off in their apartment or something maybe that's weird all right well do you have anything else to add um no all right say goodbye bye thank you for listening if you wanted to coach with me see my information at bigbangcoaching.com
thehealthcoachesunited.net. If you are interested in emailing us, you can reach us at thendtoolbox at gmail.com. And if you wanted to see our website, please go to theneurodiversetoolbox.podbean.com. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Neurodiverse Toolbox.